When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassion pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. We still barely have anything to talk about. Who needs topics? Not this show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we know the Uh, filibuster. So uh, I labeled the episode an open forum, but I also came up with uh, some fun topics that might include, as the title suggests... My favorite center from Vancouver, well, you Elias Patterson. Get him in there. Yep, the old peepee, Mister Elias peepee son. Uh, Justicia, just, just, Justica, uh, was in the comments at Seven Eleven. Red Wings official page has been lacking on the content. I just want this season to start. So yeah, no, we're right there with you. That's where we're gonna we're gonna BS some content today. Yeah. Um, Chewy, well, he's back. Welcome, welcome back, back Chewy. Chewy. Blake, yeah. welcome him back. Curtis is aboard. Curtis, been a while. What's going and on, as man? As always, what's up, brother? Blake, your Detroit Red Wing effing murders with motherfucking wigs. What's up, Chewy? What's going on, Righteous? Oh, Curtis. Oh, a little. A little Michael bait there, huh? Trying to get me to talk a little pro wrestling, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's like the biggest cancer in wrestling right now. What a disappointment. Because I can't yeah. tell you, he makes my television product so much better. I actually watched wrestling on a Saturday night to see him on Collision. And uh, snuffed out. That's all done. So. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, for CM Punk, and we'll get this out of the way quick, but... That's sort of like the first time that real drama kind of like ruined wrestling, like real life. Like normally they can find a way to make it into something interesting. Like even a couple years ago, like I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, or a year ago, you know, maybe it's maybe it's shoot, you know, maybe CM yeah. Punk uh, and Kenny Omega are just fighting. But now yeah. it's just like, all right. Yeah, he's he's just a this, piece of garbage. There's a really good TikTok too, Curtis. I don't know if you saw it, but it's a dude dressed up as CM Punk playing cult personality in the background. And it's him leaving Ring of Honor. You guys are the problem. I'm out of here to pave my own road. And then it shows him in WWE. You guys are the problem. I'm going to go pave my own road. And then they show him in AEW. No, you guys are the problem. I'm going to go do my own thing. And here we are. So, yep. what a bummer. Um, and then Curtis Throne, it makes me so sad that Tony has all that money but can't pay for an adult to run his company. Yeah, Curtis, I mean, I think that's part of the problem is he's not Vince. Um, You know, he's 80-pound, autistic, coked-out Tony Khan. 
So, you know, he's not, not write it out, write it out Vince, who is a maniacal egomaniac, uh, who could bench press probably everyone watching the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was really good at putting the thunder down and putting money down, like money as priority one. He would have told I, uh, it's uh it's money time. I just watched uh Stone Cold actually was forced to kiss who's he was supposed to join the Kiss My Ass Club on WWE. Vince also had like a big old muscly butt too. Uh, I think that's why he was so proud to like put it on TV. Those, man, was... those cheeks could fabulously clench and unclench. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, Curtis thrown out there. Tony has more coke than the state of Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I, they might be doomed. But you know what? Everybody's here to talk the Red Wings. Curtis, I, lo- uh, I do. I'm. I, we'll have like, to honestly, sidebar, I... bring back our wrestling show, Curtis. Yeah, we'll need you at the forefront. A- um, absolutely. Um, but wrestling's on tonight while we're going live. But uh, starting tomorrow, Mike, as we uh, previewed uh, for like a half a second last week, just sort of the prospect tournament roster. Um, And Jared, who just piped in there, we are. Uh, He was the one who made sure to share with me our prospect tournament schedule presented by Bally Sports Detroit. Uh, This is all going to be streaming on uh, YouTube, Facebook, DetroitRedWings.com. Uh, Red Wings versus Dallas, Mike. Sort of your first taste of Red Wings hockey this season, even though it's not really. But uh, and when I say tomorrow, I'm talking Thursday, September 14th. So you might be listening to the podcast, and it's tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Hot damn, tonight's the night. Um, little Christmas story reference there. Uh, yep. 30 p.m. Uh, then we're on uh, Saturday against Mike Babcock's Columbus Blue Jackets, although, you know, Mike, you know, might not be the Blue Jackets and the Cock. Yeah, can't wait for that primetime matchup. Um, uh, Sunday, 2 p.m., which I will not be watching because I will be glued to that game. You should record it because uh, we, this is maybe the most important recruiting uh, that you've ever seen. This is, this is like Harbaugh, you know, traveling abroad to, uh, you know, bring home some new Red Wings. This is an important game. So you're saying, because reminder, this is the prospect tournament. So if you're trying to get William Nylander, Those, you want to get Nylander's going to be in the press box. He's going to be watching <laughs> the Red Wings intently to see how they're going to wine him and dine him. Okay. I was a little confused. As to, I, I was actually going to say that, uh, Mike, I will be glued at one o'clock to uh, our, our good buddies. Uh, Fort Field, the Detroit Lions, Mike, are 1-0. Um, I mean, that's a win. I mean, now that we've beat the champs, you don't have to watch the rest of the games undefeated. So the drama is watching the Red Wings try and seduce um, in the press box um, Nylander and the rest of the Maple Leafs outside of Austin Matthews, who doesn't understand how free agency works. What an idiot. Um, so speaking of uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, Blake throws in there, Babcock wants to be fired. And of course, let's uh, let's I want to chat about it. Right, we we don't have too much to chat about. This is a Detroit Red Wings open forum episode, so you guys just go right ahead and be like, you know, well, let's, here's in what case I want to talk about. Aren't, uh, quite up to speed, uh, Matt. What is the brouhaha? Paul Bissonette from Spit and Chicklets. Also, uh, I don't know. I'm about to tell podcast listeners. Now, if, you're not, if you're not familiar, uh, he's also on TNT. And uh, he's reporting that Mike Babcock was asking players to 
open your photos. Let me see what's going on so I can get to know you better. And uh, was also asking players to like airdrop their photos onto a screen or screen share. And uh, Paul Bissonnette's description of this was like, you know, you're out sharing memes with the boys. You're sharing dick pics. You don't want that stuff out there. I'm that, sharing dick pics. Yeah. That was the quote from Paul Bissonnette. Um, yeah. Now, then it was uh, Boone Jenner. I, I listened to Johnny Goudreau actually on 32 Thoughts today with Elliot Friedman. Both of those guys said the story is actually Mike Babcock calmly came into the room. He's like, Johnny, I want to get to know you better. I want to know Johnny hockey, but I want to know Johnny family first. So uh, Johnny described it as he showed off his 10-month-old, 11-month-old. He couldn't. Li- he doesn't know how old his daughter is now that I remember that part of the story. He was like 10-month mo- uh, t- at the time, 11-month now. Anyway, um, so his 11-month-old daughter, his wife, his, his uh, grandma that just died, uh, and then he was like, yeah, we, we now Mike Babcock knows me better. So that was Johnny Goudreau's view on that. V- very same with Boone. Now, Jeff Merrick's idea of this, which I respect a lot. And Elliot Friedman took it to another, um, took this to another level, which I will describe. Uh, uh, Jeff Merrick said, you know what? I don't care if there were players that were fine with it. There could have been players who are not. This is clearly an invasion of privacy. And from a position of power, which Mike Babcock is in, he also is dealing with young players, not just more of the veteran side. And he said those young players probably might not feel comfortable enough to tell Mike Babcock, no, I I don't want to open up my phone and show you my pictures. So there's a lot of credence to that argument. But Elliot Friedman put it best because you could go on either side of this. Like, is Mike Babcock invading privacy based on how Paul Bissonnette told the story? Yes. Based on how Johnny Goudreau told the story, it's more of like a request. Like, can I get to know you better? And the best way to do that is if you show me what you did over the summer, what would you do on your summer vacation was how Mike Babcock framed it. So is that it's still in the realm of like, let me see your photos. Like, that's that's still weird. like I don't think I've ever said to anybody, let me see your photos ever. You always present the photos yourself. So I want you to think about that, Mike, yourself. Have you ever said, let me see the photos in your phone? I think the last time I uttered that sentence uh, was when I was working on a Jeffrey Dahmer impression uh, when he was like, nothing weird, <laughs> just a couple photos. And uh, <laughs> I don't think that. What he did is anything that the rest of us, uh, you know, usually do in a, in a social situation. Um, so it's, it's, it's tough because you, you know, you want to kind of pick a side on this story. Um, Babcock, I feel like at this point he has a responsibility to not be a weirdo. Um, I know he's saying that, Oh, I've done this in the past. Uh, I, I urge you at this juncture of your career, uh, when there's so many, you know, eyeballs um, on you, maybe not isolate young boys and men <laughs> and uh, make them show you <laughs> the photos, right? So what, what, the phrasing makes it sound much worse than it probably was, but why even put yourself in that situation? Yes. Um, but that, 
if Again, I could, that if was I, if I was gonna if, if I was in court and I was gonna pick whose testimony I care the most about, I care the most <laughs> about the players. Right? Right. Like you're it's not Mike Babcock standing in front of a judge going, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was only asking to see the photos in their phone. <laughs> and the judge is like, Yeah, no, exactly. Who does that? Like that's but that was Elliot Friedman's take too, which I respect a ton, where he was like, you know what? regardless of if you're the veteran player who's like, this is okay. And not forgetting that the young player may be disturbed by this and can't say no. But he was like, think about the fact that Mike, Mike Babcock is in this position where it's your second chance. You have to be perfect. And that's the way Elliot framed it. He's like, your season flawless. This has to be spotless. You have to play and do everything right. According to the book. And not veer off at all. And he, he presented that to Bill Daly, too. And Bill Daly was not touching it. At, at Bill Daly, man, if you guys have not had the pleasure of listening to Elliot Friedman kind of grill Bill Daly, um, he asks Bill tough questions. It's just he doesn't follow up is the problem. But Bill is just, man, the worst answers I think I've, I've ever heard. Clearly, uh, in a, in a, in an educated attorney. Uh, because man, oh man, can he dance around to anything and not give you a straight answer? Uh, but you do get the feeling listening to Bill Daly that nothing is going to happen here. Like they, somebody needs to be caught red handed, uh, before anything happens. I mean, this is well, a league I, that probably not... shouldn't have let Babcock back in. They're considering Quenville coming back. So it's I, just like, I mean, I don't think we need to, uh, you know, put this guy in a cross um if the like players are still cross. saying if the players are still saying that you know yeah you know we showed photos but this it's wildly blown out of proportion i mean that's the testimony that i care about so if the players are all kind of you know in, in agreement in unison saying yeah this this we're not we're not bothered by this i don't even know why this got out um that's that's kind of where it should stop. I mean, we we you know humble talking heads are like, why would you eat? Why would you ever do this, Babcock? Please don't do it again, especially yeah. with how it's getting blown up now. But I mean, what else would you want? I mean, if the you know potential victims are saying we're not victims, it's fine. He just it's weird. He's old. I don't know. He wanted to look at <laughs> photos. That would have been. I wish Johnny Goudreau would have said that. <laughs> he was hoping that. Uh, He's probably hoping that when you show the like the friendly photo, you know, towards the bottom where it has a tiny thumbnail of what else is in the line, like, oh, maybe I'll see a, a dick, you know, maybe oh, he's God. hoping for that. But we don't know. And, uh, you know, those guys, as far as we know, the players are not too bothered by what happened. So they don't call him Bobcock. Ba- oh, I fucked it oh, up. Boy. They don't call him Babcock for nothing. Make uh, Dan throws out there. It's a nod story being promoted by guys who are benched by Babcock. Oh no. Uh, Mike Commodore. Yeah. No, Dan, um, when Paul Bissonette throws out there, you know, the boys just want to share memes and dick pics. Like I don't, Paul Bissonette, like he is not like, he, he is all like credibility. The second he mentions dick pics, like I think for some dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I I do think the fact that this is possible is the reason that Mike Babcock needed to turn in a flawless season and something I, I will say again, I, 
as as much as like for any if I found out about this for any coach, I'd just be kind of like, eh, what's going on? It's weird. Uh, but for Babcock, it's kind of like, dude, come on. Let's just, um, important why don't you just talk to a human being and find out who they are? Uh, point by Blake, too. I wonder who leaked it. True. Ooh, Line A's a good pick. I kind of like that one, Blake. Line A, uh, FTW. Uh, decoy thrown out there. Mel Tucker <laughs> wanted to see photos, too. Decoy, you naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. The team dream rest his soul. Um, his wrestling soul. Dan um, B. Babcock and Quinville's situation are not even close to the same. Not even close. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody's comparing them as being close. But it. I think it's it's a matter of principle that there's no principle to be found by the NHL. Where I'm just like, okay, Babcock's coming back. Quinville's coming back. Um, and there doesn't appear to be any real issue but you get like a slap on the hand for a little bit and come right on come right on back um i um, to throw jared's comment in there about babcock pulling a uh steve buscemi in 30 rock how do you do fellow kids and uh, <laughs> we swap phones and look at each other's photos am i right um yeah we don't know if babcock you know maybe he had um you know, like a michael scott jan levinson thing where he had a photo he really wanted to show off you know like his boss you know on a surfboard you know with yeah. no bikini top on or something so he's like hey want, want to see my phone no i'm good i'm good thanks mike uh performance art i i want to give you the last word because i think we're ready to move on but yeah this is this is it this sums it all up this is such a ridiculous story like performance art nails it um but you could tell if you guys listen, if you listen to 32 thoughts, give it a shot. You can tell that Elliot Friedman is licking his chops. He's like, man, I have content for days and this won't go away. And he even says point like he says in a show multiple times. He's like, you had to be perfect, Mike. So here you go. Uh, this will be Elliot Friedman's new job. It's covering Mike, Mike Babcock and, and, uh, and Columbus, but uh, before we continue into some actual Red Wing talk, uh, Mike, football's back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on any football game and get $200 inches instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action all season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. All right. Real talk testimonial. I did one of those. I did the Detroit Lions. Uh, you, I could bet last Thursday you took the money line, but the Lions didn't even need to win. They just needed to be up by seven. So they were up by seven. They scored that first touchdown. Boom, Matt won 150 bucks. Easy peasy. That's just what happened for me. I'm not saying it could happen for you, but those deals that they throw out there on game day are they're juicy. Get in on all the NFL week two action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code THPN to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. 
In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts in Kansas, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Man, we're done. <clears throat> All right. Um, we did it. Yes. Uh, all right, let's uh, get past Babcock. <laughs> <laughs> I even forgot I set it up that way. All right. Um, here's, here's, here's the thing. Yes. Mike, last week I was Is shocked. that what's on his actual birth certificate? Stupid Patrick Kane. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jared, great video, guys. See you next week. Oh, hockey talk. Um, <laughs> last week, I could not believe you guys were all on board with bringing in stupid Patrick Kane at his 4% projected it war. It wasn't everybody. Everyone I've talked to in person, Matt, is on your side. Everyone, oh, so- a lot of the people in this chat are kind of like, ah, I kind of, I wouldn't hate it. And maybe that's because these are actual fans who watch all the games instead of the jabronis who check in once in a while. Matt. Is it just because saying. you have to be held accountable when you're in person? You guys. No, it's it's because you can go buck wild in person because nobody has Google open to check the numbers. So anyway. I'm just saying, um, Matt, look at 2021-2022. That was the last year DeBrinkett and Kane played together. Okay? I'm, I'm coming to terms with how... Every article in? I'm being fed on Google, all of yeah. you guys last week, I definitely was outnumbered. And Dan Flashes, which, Dan, welcome to the show. He's on Team Matt. Um, <laughs> love the name, Dan Flash. <laughs> I really hope we can work together and get some shirts. Uh, I don't know. It just, it's just my more complicated style. the design. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where was I? Uh, so Dan, Dan's on my team, but everybody else seems like they were on Mike's team. Like, let's get Patrick Kane. So I reluctantly put together a new plan so that we can bring in Patrick Kane. <laughs> and Mike, we I will. I thought hey, that decoy we'd says decoy says no to Patrick Kane too. Uh, performance art Kane could be great trade uh, trade bait at the deadline if it doesn't work out. Decoy, Look, is I... that a th- is that a thumbs down or a chocolate ice cream? You know, like you're celebrating. Oh, uh, yeah. Decoy's thumbs down. Oh, it's a thumbs down. Okay. Um, I did <laughs> chocolate ice cream. <laughs> uh, so I, I've been kind of looking at the tea leaves here, right? Because this isn't just about bringing in Patrick Kane. It's like, okay, it's about winning. We're going to make a move. Oh, so yeah. like before it's like, well, you bring in Patrick Kane. I feel like the only benefit you get is what performance art pointed out is like trade bait later, but it's also like, Okay, now we got to pay Patrick Kane to be a Detroit Red Wing. We have to see him put on that jersey. And you, you know, a majority of you guys were just like, yeah, it's fine. It's Patrick Kane. Who cares if he's 34 going on 35 and hasn't, you know, been that great according to Jay Fresh's war percentile ranks? It's fine. I want that big name on my team. I want to see 88 skating in a winged wheel. What about like, he's like a, he's like a fast Bobby Ryan, Matt. 
Now, do you want Patrick Kane to uh, become captain or alternate captain, Mike? Um, I was hoping he would change his number to 13. Um, oh, you mother! Just to really rub it in for you, Matt. All right, uh, time time to move on. I'm all, now I'm angry. I'm so excited for those uh, the pregame interviews where he's like, "Oh, you know, I was I know I was a really big inspiration for Datsuk with a lot of those moves." So you know. Well, over the <laughs> summer, uh, I do we we get less and less uh, hockey content. But one of the last episodes at the end of the season, kind of uh, around uh, draft time uh, of Thirty Two Thoughts, Elliot Friedman pointed out, you know what. Vancouver has some contract negotiations coming up that are very important. And one oh, thing Matthew. you could have offered, Shame one on thing you, you could have offered to Elias Pettersson yeah. was the C. And what did Vancouver do? Oh, they fucked up, Mike. I, I like that, Matt. I like that this talking point is like if Matt was scrolling through NHL.com and there was clickbait articles on the bottom said, Ooh, see how the Red Wings might be a landing spot for Elias Pettersson. Ooh, I can't click fast enough. Good oh, job, look Mike. at that war. Oh, my. A 98% war from uh, my boy Elias. Now, Mike, we've been creating content for like the last three years about yes. bringing Elias Patterson uh, to Detroit. Um, I mean, a nearly flawless game here. You just got to keep him off the PK. But our, our boy can set up. He can finish. Um, it's great on the power play we absolutely need. He's a finishing. He's a finishing first line center, Mike. Um, there's so many things that we would, that we could like about this. And, uh, it just breaks my heart that, God, I feel so far away from this. I feel like, I feel like we have to, like, if this was to happen, we got to wait till Vancouver screws up this upcoming season. Cause Elias, he's not touching a contract negotiation. And he, when he spoke to, uh, Elliot Friedman. So like, that's where Elliot kicked off that conversation. He's like, here's a negotiating piece. Mick, Mick Patterson your face of the franchise. Tell him you're the most important thing. Make him your captain. Goes to Quinn Hughes. So is that because the contract negotiations aren't really going anywhere in Vancouver? Is it just Vancouver making their choice regardless and kind of telling Elias, look, we want you here, but Quinn's our boy. And what does Elias do with all of this information? Clearly I'm not the face of the franchise. Um, I've already been outspoken with the direction of the team and they had a chance to make me their captain. And here we are another poor choice, maybe in Elias Patterson's mind. So he's Mike, he's ready to move out. And, um, well, I mean, I, I don't know if Curtis is still in the house, but it reminds me a little bit of this LA night situation. Yeah. Where, uh, he was not he's he's getting pushed but not really uh kind of a lot of stop start stop start and then he said hey how about if i sign a five-year deal you guys finally push me yeah okay so i think there's definitely some uh you know credence to what you're saying that um you know you probably don't want to you know make a guy the the face of the franchise and your captain when he could potentially be walking um and matt True. i i feel like this whole every time we bring up elias this is just a kind of you know, uh, fluff your feathers over there, but <sighs> we're going to have the cap space. I don't, I don't think he's completely enamored of Vancouver. It's just about the, the age old. Yeah. Curtis thrown in a, yeah, I like it. Um, it's just whether or not Elias is actually going to do what so many other NHL players do not like to do, which is actually explore and enjoy and partake in free agency, Matt. 
Do you think that Elias is going to be the one who who breaks the chains, the shackles, um, the 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 desire so, to to mortgage your future in one city for twelve years? Uh, arbitration eligible RFA. Ah, I thought we had Elias Patterson one more year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. maybe it's just more likely that this would be a trade anyway. Right. Um, and I, I will put out there again, I think I threw this out to you and our father. Um, <laughs> what are you, Dwight Schrute? You know what? Okay. What did I, yeah. what was the trade I threw out there? I definitely threw in a first and a second round pick. Whatever you put out there wasn't enough. It was Casper first, second, and then like, um, Johan. Oh, did I throw in Wallander too? Yeah, it was Wallander. Yeah. It'd have to be a Casper. couple of firsts, a couple of firsts, Casper and one of our defensemen. Okay, yeah, no problem. Give me that. What are you going to get from, like, there's nothing you're going to get not, from Casper. Man, that's I'm not going against to... the trade. Okay, yeah, you're on board. You know what? Just, yeah. Give him give Nate, too. I don't care. Your two centers now are going to be Pedersen and Dylan Larkin. And Dylan Larkin is now on your second line. And guess what? This turd sandwich cop that we're stuck with for another couple years that you Wait guys are so in love with. Well, now he's on the third line. Um, and now Wait, I don't want to have to get like, so angry. Wow, look at that first line. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I put, put Kane on there for you, Mike. And then they're all roped together with Patrick Kane. Yeah, we Man, just got to figure out how to get Robbie Fabry out of there. But clearly, even with that, we're projected to be a 104-point team, Mike. This I is it. Thought, I just thought you'd be a little more excited for Kane. Um no. He's got I the hate fire. him. He's got the fire and brimstone. He eliminated Drew Carey from the Royal Rumble in 2021. I don't know. He's got a lot going for him. I did. I did almost make our show thumbnail, uh, Kane, but I thought it would be too confusing with the old podcast being wrestling and people going, "Oh, they're doing wrestling today. That's weird." <laughs> now, um, I will give up more too. Like I feel like this really puts us over, and we're we're like banking all of these centers. And I, best case scenario, what happens? One of them, like they all work out. We don't trade for Elias Patterson, and we have, you know, we're gonna fill out our bottom six at some point. So get rid of Casper Danielson. You know, get rid of him now. But let's let's bring in let's bring in a guy we know is great and can take this team to another level. I. I this is a no-brainer for me. Give them some extra draft picks. I don't care. Whatever need, whatever we need to do to get this done, let's get it done. Matt, this is my favorite pipe dream. Um, I would. Yeah, Tossin to Lucas happen. Raymond. I don't care. I would love to see a top ten player on our team. Let's do it. Uh, but to see some of the comments here, uh, we got our other Dan, Dan B. Vancouver will screw this up. Stevie just needs to be there to help them screw it up. Um, righteous two four seven. I don't think we said hi to Righteous today. What's going on, brother? Yeah, Righteous. It's huge hi, for a trade. Vancouver sucks. Hell yeah! See, Righteous is on board. Blake saying eleven million. I think that'd be I, a bargain. Honestly, give it to him. If, Hell yeah! Yeah, give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. Um, I give that dude fourteen. Do it. Um, did we have Jared is so angry. He's caveman SpongeBob right now. Jared, are you, are you, I want to, I mean, hit us up, but are you, are you just thinking like, no, there's too much good, like the, the potential, do you see the potential, I know I'm dead, I'm not, I'm being dead serious, do you see, and does anybody else see the potential of Casper or, or Nate becoming a first line center, where I, 
the draft projections say no. And we've are like, everybody's already pivoted the conversation. Like, yeah, those are our middle six centers for the future. Like that conversation has been no, happening with, I mean, with this is the what a trade is supposed to be established a plus for two guys who might be a's someday. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, I'll right. Take, I'll I mean, take, I'll take established a plus all day, every day. I'm doing uh, it wrong. Vancouver, these are the best prospects the Detroit Red Wings have ever had. You think Mo Sider's impressive? Watch out. Uh, decoy going for uh, another bid for comment of the episode, uh, saying Nate Danielson is the real big red machine. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, he uh, he definitely, you know, maybe he would look less sad if he wore a mask, you know, like how Kane did, and then eventually he'll get some personality. You know, when he can uh, tag team with, I don't know, Lucas Raymond, that'd be a fun size discrepancy there. You know, team, team <laughs> yeah. hell no. I really like this wrestling centric episode. I'm really proud of you guys, by the way. Um, and then Dan B saying, I don't see how Fabry fits in on this roster. Log jam. Dan, that problem solves itself when he's injured um, in game one <laughs> once again. So I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Uh, Devin says yes and no. I think Casper could be special, but I'd trade him in a heartbeat. Thank you, Devin. You're my new best friend. Devin, yeah, I it's like not anything. I don't. And and you, we all get it, right? Like I don't hate. I don't hate Casper. I just think we're at that point right now where a huge move can be made with these prospects before we win or lose with them. But there's a guy right now who's struggling with contract negotiations and. Man, you just you make him the king, and he's he's coming over to the. I mean, I guess Vancouver has quite a bit of Swedes too, but you know he's coming over to the Swedish kingdom of uh, Detroit. So it's it's just to me, I I feel like a lot of things could line up. And yeah, you know what? All the Robbie Fabry hate, I get it. I I, I clearly I'm not Robbie Fabry's biggest fan. Maybe I should put Bergman up there. I didn't care. I was just putting goddamn Patrick Kane on the team and Elias Pettersson. I didn't give a shit about the rest of those guys. <laughs> I had to move Perron down to the, think about that, Mike. How many times did I say last year? Like, yeah, Perron is fun to have on your team, but he, your team is getting the Perron difference when he's in the bottom six, not when he is relied upon on the first line, you know, like that's not, we live this. Yeah. He's an old, he's an old dude. We've, uh, we've talked about it ad nauseum on this show. We, we love him, <laughs> but we would just like to be able to, uh, you know, not have to, f- put him in positions where he's like the focal point of the team, like too many minutes. Yeah. Um, and Curtis, There's... God bless you. Open forum for us means let's talk wrestling. Any chance we get. <laughs> um, and I, Blake comes in here too. It's possible. Danielson can be Casper is uh, more of the all around top six forward. And yeah, we, we're looking at a more scrappy guy, but is it, you know, who else was a scrappy guy? Robbie Fabry. Yeah, true. Um, is it? Oh man, Mike, that's an interesting conversation. Another first rounder, man. Same um, size, kind of. Do you I want? Think... Yeah. Do you want all these scrappy guys in your top six who are playing a rougher game and they could get hurt? Or do I want a large boy who's already got a hundred point season to his name on some shitty teams? You're a shitty team too. Who has Alex to it? And Patrick Kane. And Patrick Kane. <laughs> uh dan b i think it's time for some decaffeinated coffee that might be is that a is that a maybe it might be a rib and uh i'm okay with it dan b i'm here for it yeah yeah 
Uh, Devin says, I think Casper's compete can't be taught. That's the X factor for me. Yeah, that's where I think that's our, our scrappy. Um, so, I yeah. I, say, uh, I, just... I like that the name drop for the compete there. I was like, somebody subscribed to the hockey news this uh, this month, huh? I like that. Yeah. For what? Oh, for the compete. Oh, that's okay. one of their little statistics gotcha. when they're ranking players, but... Uh, oh. Curtis throws out there. Danielson beat Starks in a strap match a couple weeks ago. But our Danielson I just, beat I like Kate. To think that you didn't match. realize that that was a wrestling thing. Oh, Nate Danielson <laughs> beat up Stark. Starks. Who's that? In a in a strap, strap what? match. Curtis, come on. Would I only only from the kickoff of bringing up Danielson's name the first time have I I can't get it out of my head is. Brian, like trying not to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, can I bring this one full circle? Put Curtis's comment back on there. Danielson beat Starks in a strap match. What are Danielson beat Kane in a strap match? I don't know, but I know that Babcock would want the photos. Yeah, full circle, baby. <laughs> Woo! Ew. I know. Okay. So, yeah, here here we are, right? Um, I think I think. I think I'm okay. Like if I if that ended up being a trade, I think I'd be super okay with it. Um I I want to put that out there as my hot take of the week. Um I'm ready for some winning hockey. Uh I am I don't know. I I was talking with somebody yesterday. I don't really know too well. It was it was me and somebody else's uh like wife at work or somebody else's Whoa, husband. Nice. Oh, right. Right. Okay. I'm I, I work with his wife. I kind of work with him too, actually. They work. It's this is gonna get who, nobody gives a shit. Hey, what kind of infidelities are we about to hear about here? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm talking. I'm talking with him, and I'm just kind of like realizing, so like, what what yeah. do you talk about with somebody? Like, I, I was like, are, are you an every gamer? Like, do you watch every game? He's like, no. And I'm just kind of like, okay. Um, I feel like I don't really know you. Can I look at some photos on your phone so I can better, yeah, better understand so I, you and I, your family? I scrolled through his photos a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So your son plays hockey. Uh, you guys went to the state fair last week. Wow, <laughs> your wife has, like, no hair on her body. That's weird. Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice dick pic, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> Solid. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the realization was just like, I mean, if you if you're not talking with like you know our boys here in the chat, which uh, again I'm I, I need to get off my ass and make this Discord so that then we can start planning our our draft day. But I it's like, what do you talk about? About it, yeah. What do you talk about with a, a casual Red Wings fan right now? Yeah, we still suck ass. Probably not gonna. We'll, we'll sniff the playoffs this year to have a shitty draft pick, like. What do you talk about if there's no, you know, I can't bring up Marco Casper and Nate Danielson to this guy. He's not paying attention. That I'm, I'm assuming he's not paying attention that much. Definitely can't gotta, bring up Booch season. I got to say, I don't know if the like consensus uh, for like the he might be listening is that to. they're going to stink. Huh? I don't think the consensus for the casual fan is that they are going to stink. They'll be like competitive in every game, but there's too much going around them in the East that'll prevent them from making it to the playoffs. But what I don't moral victories for 82 games. Woohoo. Yeah. I, uh, 
it does it does feel like this is going to be another season where it's like well i'm just excited to watch the boys develop um which is <laughs> doesn't you know make you want to buy season tickets um it feels like we're still one more like elias patterson away from actually mattering um yeah, Dan B throws out there. I have I have a hard time talking to people who only watch an occasional game. I end up just like going like, yeah. So the prospect tournament is is next week. So these are the guys that are going to be there. If if you get a chance to watch it, and they're like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, I know, but like if you have time and you watch it, these are the guys you want. That's how that goes for me. I get too excited. They don't care, and I wasted my breath. So I I'm right there with you, Dan. Uh, Righteous throws out there when I was going through this guy's phone. So pictures of a stupid dog. I saw stupid pictures of a stupid dog. That's what I saw. I'm just, I'm kidding. Um, watch Blake, Detroit get Blake, second I love division and go to the finals. Blake, I mean, look, I, if I can't rant on this podcast, <laughs> like, it's, it's one of man. those things, right? Like the projection, yeah. The projections have to matter for now. And then if things turn around, then yeah, the whole, you guys can make fun of me, but I will tell you, like the episodes will be positive. We'll be happy. I'll be like, oh my God, I was wrong. This this is the greatest team ever. Can you believe Andrew Kopp uh, scored a goal last, you know, like I'll, <laughs> I'll have those conversations. He scored a guys. goal. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, for us to be good as is, it just would mean a lot of people are taking really big steps forward. Um, that would mean Raymond is, you know, a point of game guy. Uh, you know, Cider's, you know, scoring like sixty-ish points, um, and being a, uh, you know, be, you know Peyton Manning quarterback on the blue line. Um, you know, Larkin would actually be a, you know, move into that, you know, top thirty player and maybe like top twenty, top fifteen. Um, you know, and the usual suspects don't get hurt um i just you know i obviously we're huge fans of jake wallman and more insider um sure but the i mean you're basically yeah, you're looking still, at you're the still bottom around, four uh, pairs Justin, don't call me whole um you got Strat, <laughs> uh the ghost bear um it's it's not really a who's who it's a uh, ooh. i know. mean you're talking about a lalone system that has to be built and believed in that keeps everybody nice and safe because cider can't play 40 minutes he can't play 60 minutes we'll, we'll say that um he can't play 40 minutes you know what i mean i mean those guys are gonna have to hit the ice and as happy as we could be that you know oh man we locked up daniel sprung to lock up the bottom six you know it's just not it's not gonna it's it's going to affect the wins and losses. Um, if you guys think like Edmonton struggles, even though like Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid are just peppering them in, like this is going to have to be a system, like to get into the playoffs, this is going to have to be system, 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 right? To lock it down. And, uh, you know, and, and we're show what are we showing? We're showing a group of forwards right now that would get it done. Like that's a group of forwards you can trust besides Robbie Fabry. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, like that's, that's taking it to the next level, but I, 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 where's the, we're that step away. We're a couple steps away. Right. Like I'm talking about signing a guy trading for a guy. And then I'm still like, yeah, there's still, I got a couple holes here and there. And, uh, let's not forget James Reimer is still going to be listed as our backup goaltender. So 
still still a lot of moves to be made. Um, still not uh, all rainbows and lollipops like it is talking about Dan Campbell's team. But uh, God damn, can you believe how great the rookies are? On yeah, they did. Fucking they Lions. Really well. Oh, my God. Uh, I did want to throw in Decoy uh, with his third bid for comment of the show. Saw a selfie with Val Venus. I have to think that was probably a panorama view, right? <laughs> Chop oh wait, yeah, you can't do that scene anymore. Yeah. I was gonna Chop, say choppy choppy pee pee. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> and then um uh, Michael Michael Script checking in. Say Matt's starting to sound like an old Lions fan. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 secular, right? Um so I've I've come around as a disgruntled Red Wings fan, and now I can't be brought down as a Lions fan. I had to change hats, Mike. I've been wearing my my Lions hat every single day. I had to change hats for this podcast. It's been Lions hat all the way. I just um, obviously you know a pipe dream for Elias. I think is the thesis of this episode. Patrick Kane. There's very I, hockey. I. I Man, I keep having to back up my own statement. He would score some power play goals for us. And lest we forget that 2021-2022 was a pretty magical year for Kane and Debrinkit. Uh, Debrinkit, 82 games, 78 points, minus 13. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Kane, 78 games, 92 points, Matt. And I'm just, I this team has some flaws that can't be ignored. Um, and Kane, at the very least... When healthy, could maybe help this team finally get some goals. That's all I'm saying. I'll admit the connection of Debrinket and Kane on the power play it was successful. That's, that's yeah. the end. That's the end game you're looking for on this. But I still hate that piece of shit. Um, this is an open forum episode. Jared wants to know. Speaking of Sprung, did he get locked up for that bar fight? The last story on that bar fight is still the one I think I first read from Bleacher Report. Detroit Red Wings forward Daniel Sprong has been accused of assaulting former IndyCar driver Zachary Clamon DeMello. Uh, DeMello, 25, alleged in an Instagram story that Sprong assaulted him at a nightclub um, during a weekend in Detroit, which ran from June 2nd through June 4th. Recounting the experience, DeMello said Sprong grabbed his neck, pinned him against the wall, uh, before the two were separated, uh, DeMello said he required brutal dental work after the encounter and is still dealing with concussion symptoms. So uh, that's that's all the news on uh, Daniel Sprung. So, yeah, we really Mike, you pick up a James Reimer, you pick up a Daniel Sprung. Boy, might oh, well boy. Patrick Kane. Might as well get a Patrick Kane. That's where I was going with that. Oh, Jared, I made that comparison earlier. Matt didn't like it. Kane come to Detroit would be on par with Chelios coming over. Um, you know, as far as disliking a guy for the team he played for, yeah, Matt is more upset about the extracurricular naughty naughties uh, that Patrick Kane was allegedly I'm, performing. I am Never doing that, that cricket, that guy who's watching cricket and he's mad at his team and he just like stands up and just puts his... Oh, I thought you just got released from uh, Summer Fling. Ah! Yeah, spell. that too. That's yeah. what that's what that's based off. Yeah. <sighs> well, man, Michael we... Scrip, Lions fans have suffered far longer than Wings fans. True, very true. But uh, I think the discussion this year with casual Wings fans is be like, you know what? Just watch football this year. 
I guess so. Yeah, that'll get me through it. But we somehow had no content for this episode and got 47 minutes out of it, man. Yeah, I think um, I think we're good. <laughs> no, I mean, all right. all we can do now is I... just kind of wait and see, uh, you know, because this camp is going to happen. And maybe this is when Eisman's like, you know what? Uh, maybe I'll make another move. Um, could could be showing these boys off to make a move. Also, could see what he could see some things he really likes. Decide to keep someone. That's one of my um, favorite things when you showcase the young guys so you can sell them. Let's do it. Let's get sell. 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 Okay. Um, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Um, let's see. I am available next week, but I won't be the week after that, so we should probably record next week for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll be here. I'll all right. Be here, but yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for coming Thanks aboard. For yeah. Feel Bye. better, Chewie. Love you, Chewie.